What's up, guys? <clears throat> Chris Tong down here in uh, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, so uh, just waiting on this new episode to come out. Uh, looking forward to it, Wizard of Oz, yay. Uh, actually, I own that Blu-ray, and I don't care what anybody else says. It's still one of my favorite movies. I love it. So, anyways, uh, miss you, get, miss the hell out of you guys. Uh, I can't wait to hear the new episode. All right, take it easy. Episode 51. 51. I am Todd. I'm Hector. Thank you, everyone, for joining us yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of great fan feedback for episode 50. Everyone missed us. Everybody? Every single person in the entire world. Unbelievable. I know. That just blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I heard that you... What was I going to say? You are going to get a signed headshot of Jonesy Loves Beer. Is that true? Is that well, actually going to happen? I mean, I don't believe things until I see them in, in fruition. So we'll, we'll, it's true. We'll it probably would never happen. Yeah. I mean, but uh, that was thanks to Paper Cake. Whoever was like the 10th review or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And you reviewed it. Yeah. You were like, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. That's what you said. I did. You said, you said screw this. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm just going to review it. Yeah. No pants. It was great. Nice. Okay. Paper Greg. <laughs> Paper Greg. Paper Cake is a great podcast. I think everyone should listen to it. It's about comic books. Hey. If you're into that sort of thing. And most people are. And it needs to be... A, no, no, no. I wouldn't go that far. Well, uh, I'd say at least 0.6% of the population. That's pretty close, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's almost all of them. <laughs> um, Good bulk of the audience. Speaking of comic books, mm-hmm. last week we asked a poll question. We did. What was it? Question was... Question. What's your favorite Shirley Temple movie? That's not true. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh... Flannel? Question mark. <laughs> do or do not. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we asked. Uh, we got a lot of no's. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. They just didn't want it. It's okay. Where's the whole uh, lesbian vibe? I think it put it's off. True. It's true. It's <laughs> true. The butch wa- haircut. <laughs> I was watching Mr. Sands here in 2000. And, uh, I'm not even going to say it because I'm just going to ruin the joke. It was a funny joke, though. Watch Mr. Sands here. <laughs> Watch every episode until you find the joke yeah. that you would laugh at. G- guess which one it was. <laughs> it's that symbol. Steve? <laughs> Steve. <laughs> That's not even Mystery Science Theater. That is Mystery Science No, that was Rift Tracks. It, it was before Rift Tracks, remember? Because we were watching the trailers for him. It was the film crew. We were watching the trailers for the film crew, and they kept saying Steve in the in the one trailer we watched. Yeah, but that's from that's from a movie. From oh my God, he just called it quits right now. <laughs> the whole day's over. The whole day's, the whole, over. The whole day's ruined. <laughs> uh, that unplugged my mic, my uh, headphones. <laughs> I'm very surprised by that. 
can't hear anything right now. Okay, there you are. Uh, <coughs> Whoa. We lost you there. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I can't tell if our audio is good. Sounds fine on my headphones. How can you tell if anything's good? We always get complaints anyway, so it doesn't matter. We haven't gotten complaints in six years. Okay, well, you know, we, before then, we Last did get Last week, we asked <laughs> uh, Thor, Captain America, or Green Lantern, which movie do you want to see the most out of those three? Mm-hmm. And uh, we got one answer that said Tree of Life. I don't think that was part of it. Hmm. Peter Blunden wrote that, actually. Hey. He said uh, Tree of Life. But, all right. Our first email response mm-hmm. comes in from Nicholas Giannino. He says, boys, I have to admit that given the crop of upcoming superhero flicks, I'm not real excited to see any of them. I guess it's because I'm not crazy about any of the characters like I am with Spider-Man and Superman. That being said, the movie looks like it has some of the most promise is Green Lantern. Reynolds is a charismatic lead and has great supporting actors around him. Uh, it could be very Iron Man-esque. I dig that. So Green Lantern it is. But I guess I should quantify to say that whatever movie gets the teaser trailer for The Dark Knight Rises would be the most anticipated. Keep it up. Keep it up. Nicholas Gino. I don't think either of them will get them. Well, I mean, the DC one's going to get it, which is Green Lantern. So. Yeah, if they actually do it, though, they're going to start shooting it. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, Myrna? 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 Duarte? Uh, she says, so glad you were back. Yay! Exclamation <laughs> points. Uh, I am most excited about Thor. I grew up in Caracas, Venezuela, and have wonderful memories of watching old cartoons dubbed in Spanish with a Mexican accent. In fact, almost all the TV I saw as a child is dubbed by the same two Mexicans. LOL. I know that is not really a cinematic reason, but they've got my dollars. As for pizza, she says, thin crust with cheddar and bacon. Amazing. I have converted many of my topping medley. And there you have it. Awesome. Well, you know, so- someone's paying attention listening to the pizza topping. I know, right? That's all Which was probably the biggest part of the whole episode. Yeah. That's all, that's all I was focusing on. I would <laughs> eat pizza right as soon as I left. You weren't even paying attention to the rest of the yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, Dancing pizza. Matthew Boyd writes in, Gentlemen, thank you for coming back. I missed my dangerous memories. I swear to God, you say that. I'm not making it up. Did he say it as he was writing? Like Did he, was he say it? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming so. I mean, well, that's how I write emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer to this week's question is as follows. Number one, Thor. Because I liked Thor comics as a kid, and I think Kenneth Branagh might be someone like John Favreau and be able to deliver a good movie. Two, Captain America, enough said. Three, Green Lantern. I'm somewhat disappointed that Ryan went with this role considering he was Deadpool in X-Men Origins of Wolverine, which I haven't seen. Not me, that's what he said. Uh, I just checked IMDb and he is slated to be in Deadpool movie coming out in 2014. Green Lantern and Deadpool. W-T-H. What the hell? I agree. I agree. You agree? Yeah, with W-T-H. Oh, okay. I don't agree with Thor being number one. I'm very surprised by the amount of love for Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one comes in from... Timothy Thame, hello there. I'm one of Jehovah's Witnesses. Please take a look at the attached email for an answer to the a question. Please contact me for more information. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I thought that was a funny email. <laughs> Way to chime in there. <laughs> hey, you know what? Everyone gets love, even spammers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's how I check my mail. Klaus Holm from uh, Denmark. Klaus? Klaus. <laughs> he says, well, I actually look forward to all the mentioned movies, but I think it's the Green Lantern that I'm always pumped for. I think that is because that was one of my favorite comic books when I was a tiny nerd boy. Today I'm a huge nerd geek. I'd love to make a voicemail for your fine show one day. Have a lovely Easter. Your biggest fan, Klaus. Thank you, Klaus. Thank you, Klaus. You're the man. Yeah, I like emails. <laughs> Me too. Uh, on the Facebook, I had a few answers. Uh, one person, Mike Hutchinson, said, is there even a way to pick between the three? There is, actually. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Very. Uh, Christopher Tabaj. Says, I have to go with Thor, not playing favorites with a three, but the movie looks a lot better. 
Uh, and then I said, I'm simply fascinated by this already. It'll be a great discussion on our next week's episode. Uh, and then John Smorty says Green Lantern. And the reason I was so fascinated so far is because I was surprised anyone said Thor. Well, yeah. I really am. Cause Out of those three movies, I'm surprised anyone wants to see Thor. That, is that all we had for emails? No, we have, well, that's all for emails, but we have three voicemails we'll okay. play. Uh, this first one comes in from Chris Tong, Chris Tong. from uh, Wichita, Kansas. Take it away, Chris. Hey, guys. Chris Tong down here in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, yeah, I seen your post about, uh, let's see, Thor, Captain America, Green Lantern, which you most excited for. I'm going to have to go with Captain America. Any other answer would be homo. JK, JK. But yes, Captain America. Definitely Captain America. Thor looks okay, but I've seen so many of the trailers, I feel like I've already watched the movie. Uh, still excited to see uh, Thor and Green Lantern, but I think Captain America is going to blow them out of the fucking water. So, okay, guys. Have a good one. Later. Wow, uh, he got a little uh, sweary there at the end. Hey, man, he's and passionate. Call, call people homos. No, 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 <laughs> no. You know what? Don't be sweary. It's not sweary. It's just being passionate. It is being passionate. And that's good. Uh, it's a great answer, up. Chris Tong. Hey. Uh, I can't wait to see Captain America. The next email comes in from Mr. Gregory Mead. Take it away, Greg. Hello there. My name is Gregory Mead. I am from Milford, Massachusetts. I will have to go with Thor. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Thor. <laughs> I wish I could make that my ringtone. Or at just least whenever I get a text message, <laughs> I'll just go, <laughs> Thor! <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you, Greg Mead. That was the best voicemail I think I've ever received in my entire life. And then our last email comes in from Brian Lipsitz, host of the uh, Graphically Speaking podcast over the Geek Generation Network. Take it away, Brian! Hello, this is Brian Lipsitz <laughs> from Graphically Speaking. Uh, how are you guys doing? Love the podcast. Uh, I'm answering your question for this week. Uh, what movie are you most pumped for? I think it's got to be Thor. Uh, maybe it's because it's coming out the soonest, but uh, each TV spot looks more and more awesome. And uh, it's been just really close, though, because all three of them really look freaking awesome. But uh, I think Thor gets my uh, my thumbs up. And uh, I think it's because it, it looked like it could be uh, – it was the one that I had the most worry about early on, and now it looks like it's going to be pretty damn awesome. So uh, thanks again, and uh, talk to you guys soon. Uh, Brian, again with a Thor. What is, I don't, I understand, I completely understand the, you know, having a lot of worry for it, because, like, I remember thinking, how are they going to make a Thor movie? This isn't going to work. anyone would care about. And the movie I actually do really want to see. Like, I'm excited to see it, but how anyone would want to see this above Captain America or Green Lantern is far beyond well, my... It goes, just goes to show that we don't have the pulse. On the uh, uh, finger on the pulse, finger on the pulse of the society. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I don't know how to yeah, say that. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially after the WonderCon footage, I thought everyone was the most pumped about Green Lantern. Yeah, because I mean that footage is phenomenal. Which is weird because I, now I feels like swaying. Like I feels like people are, are shaky about that because of the some of the footage looks. Well, as far as I knew, everyone hated the, the original trailer for Green Lantern. Yeah, at least when it came out. And, and I guess now that they've they've they kind of sent more money. I guess it was like nine million dollars that they gave. The studio to yeah. fix the film CGI, which makes sense though for something that CGI heavy. Yeah. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah, it looks like it, I think that's the one that wants to take it for the bi- biggest summer blockbuster. Yeah, more than like the Transformers or whatever. But the fact that like almost no one said Captain America, with the exception of Chris Tong. Well, I mean, come on, that's Chris Evans' body. Look at that thing. Yeah, that that was my number one. That yeah, was, it looks uh, incredible. Yeah, I think I think it's. Uh, 
for me, it's know your filmmakers. It's who who are the people that are making these films, and you know their their style and the direction that they like to take these films. Mm-hmm. And Kenneth Branagh, this is like his first big budget production for film. I, I, I well, can, I think it's his big blockbuster. So his the Shakespeare movies are probably kind of big budget, right? Especially like Hamlet, that four hour epic. Uh, maybe I would I assume mean, the budget I, for, I that would be for huge. the cast, but like I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it nearly as as, as something like this. Mm, I guess I just but thought I mean, period pieces are always really expensive. I don't know, especially but that something that's four hours long. <laughs> just got to pay for the film alone. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Um, but I just I I think that this is I think I think what he's experience his experiences with being in films and working with other great directors he kind of lend it out to to his. I'm interested to see how he's gonna yeah twist I his tail I guess. So um I'm very I think I'm very anticipated. For how the way they're gonna shape it, as for, like I can see it from that perspective, like like uh, like Greg says, or like uh, Brian. Sorry, like Brian says, <laughs> Brian just said right. Thor. Just Thor. <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. Um, but I but I think I think I think in that in that perspective, yeah, I can I can see that because yeah, it's it's coming from like very low expectations to exactly yeah. Oh, this is but kind Captain of a America tornado. just looks so good. <laughs> That, I love, that's pe- my I love one. period piece yeah. stuff. Well, like that at least. I love period piece stuff like that. Chris Evans got the hot bod. <laughs> Hugo Weaving is Red Skull. Come on, that's that was my number one because, and I think this just goes to it's it's it's, it's hard for me to say this. It was really a toss up because I mean Brian Reynolds and Martin Campbell teaming mm-hmm. up together is a pretty amazing. Peter Sarsgaard. Peter Sarsgaard. Hello, Mark Strong looking amazing as Sinestro. Yeah, Sinestro. Um, but it's just I really and this it's so weird for me to. Because I'm Martin Campbell's is like a big influence. Like I love his films. Watching Zorro, watching Goldeneye, you know those films are just amazing action blockbusters. Yeah. Um, but I just feel that Joe Johnson has that like very fun comic booky feel to mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. I loved The Rocketeer when I saw it as a kid. And he's back. He's the Rocketeers back. and The Killing. I was so surprised when I saw that. I'm really? like, I haven't seen Billy Campbell doing anything. <laughs> Weird. Have you watched that show, The Killing? I haven't watched it yet. No. So good. Yeah, I oh, keep man. I keep seeing things about it. I'm just like, I gotta get to it. So good. Yeah. So noir. Question Very noir. It's it's an incredibly dark TV show. Yeah. Like I'm surprised the people who like it actually do like it. Like I saw the first so eight minutes on AMC. It's pretty awesome website, and I thought that was, oh, that's pretty interesting. I'll I highly it recommend it to but the it's nation. It's on my it's on my DVR or whatever it's nice. called. Nice. Yeah. On demand. Um, but yeah, I just think I I Joe Johnston has has that fun feel, and this looks like that he's bringing back that old. I guess like eight, early nineties, late eighties. Yeah. Um, what was it? What did he do before Rocketeer? There was something he did in the eighties that I can't remember. Gremlins. Was that Dante? Know. That's your Dante. <laughs> God. No, but I don't know. But I, I just think Jurassic Park. Three. Even I mean, you and I even had a good time at the Wolfman, and True. that's saying a lot. I really enjoyed that the movie. Wolfman. Bombed and ev- critically bashed. Hey, it's an award winner now. The Oscar winner. That's True. So hey. Hey. hey, looks like we were right all hey. along. Anything can happen. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be so subjective. We are the man. We are the man. The man. Um, but yeah, I think I do. I'd, I don't know. It's really tough because Green Lantern is a character I'm obsessed with. Uh, I've been reading a lot of Captain America lately. I'm really getting into him. I love Chris Evans' bod. Look at that thing. That Captain America God just looks like it's going to be the most fun, I think. God, God sculpted him himself. It's <laughs> the only explanation for how a man can look like that. We'll see. We'll see how the ver- where the verdict uh, lies. Where the verdict uh, lies. I wonder which one's going to do better. I think Green Lantern's going to do pretty good. I mean, a lot of. I mean, you got to think from, from. I don't know. Up until a, now, it seems like no one even knows about it because they had that one trailer. Yeah, but it's been like 
It was on like Entertainment Tonight and like that's their biggest <laughs> Entertainment Tonight. Well, come on. I mean, <laughs> you gotta watch that show anymore. <laughs> well, you say that, but then like watch like a billion people show up. And that one well, makes the biggest money. I don't think that's going to happen. A well, billion listen, people? A billion people. You're way off. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, that won't happen. All right. 500 billion people. Even more way off. I don't think you know math. Okay. No, no math. <laughs> math but hey. strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Captain America just looks the most fun out of all of them. Agreed. But I'm very excited for Green Lantern. And yeah. I'll see. Yeah, that. That, was a really, that was a real tight decision yeah. maker, those two. Uh, just because, I mean, I, like I said, I love Martin Campbell films. And, and I love Ryan Reynolds' bod, Come too. There you go. I mean, it's hard. That's all you need. His body, I'm talking about. It's, yeah. it's hard. All you need it's is... It's very firm. All you need is hard body. Hard body is all I need. <laughs> hot bod. I love your bod. Remember that stuff? That bod uh, spray? That's what the commercials were? No. Nah. I love your bod. You don't remember those? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> there was this bod, like, it was kind of like Axe spray before Axe. Uh-huh. And it was always just, I love your bod. Hot bod. And there were, like, people, like, posing. I'll have to, if I see it again, I'm sure I'll remember. Pretty short exists. <laughs> Could have just had a mind. really weird dream. <laughs> <laughs> you were just flexing. I had a weird of, fever dream about it. <laughs> and you are flexing in front of, like, a Pacific coast street somewhere like right on the beach you're just like oh man i love this bod oh that's right that was my life I forgot. yeah that's your life. <laughs> my bad <laughs> all right let's move on to the news shall we sure actually no actually one person on the on the uh twitter answered us i completely oh forgot. yeah andrew bautista wrote on my facebook did he yeah what do you say said lantern <laughs> just like that classy indeed on the twitter says thor with a bunch of exclamation points thor. and actually i want to bring up peter blunden's uh email again because I asked him, and he said, uh, Tree of Life. And he said, he's not really a superhero guy, so I understand. Uh, and then, um, what did he say? He said something about the pizza that made pizza. me laugh. <laughs> pizza made me laugh. Uh, cripes. Well, now we're all doomed. Really blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? It's true. It's just... It's uh, just the way life turns. <laughs> the way life turns. <laughs> What does it even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just like life. <laughs> it's unexplainable. Um, okay, here it is. I found it. Um, favorite pizza toppings? Mine would be anything meaty, either meat feast, which is usually like spicy beef, ham, pepperoni, chicken, etc., or spicy chicken and pepper. Although, when I went to Sweden about five years back, I had two amazing pizzas. One was spicy curry chicken and banana, which sounds disgusting but was amazing. And the other was donor kebab pizza, which is what you'd expect from combining two of the best fast foods together. Equals fantastic. And wow. I said, heart attack waiting to happen, though. And pineapple on pizza? Not cool, Hector. Not cool. <laughs> He's British. Peter, oh, I'll get it. I'll Peter Blooded from Okay. London. You can't be mad at him. You no, I can't. You can't. He's, he's, he's too good, that one. He's too good. <laughs> Peter Blunden, yeah. one of my favorites. Hey. All right, let's move on to the news. Uh, last week, I talked about how... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to be in Terminator 5 with Justin Lin directing. And apparently today, that news hit hard, even though I said it last week. So I don't understand where this came from. I guess they just officially announced it? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think last week we had said, it, like, presumably, like, yeah. he wants to go back to films and that they, they're thinking about Terminator. He, wa- he would like to do a Terminator movie. Well, I mean, Justin Lin said he was going to be directing a fifth movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back. And then today, they're like, yeah, it's actually going to happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's really all it is. <laughs> yeah, they're really all it is. Uh, are you excited about it? Yeah, okay. How no, could you be? Not, not I don't really. know how anyone could be. Yeah, okay. What is he going to do in like, it? Like, they even had, like, the little Joe Blow, you know, like, opinion poll. And you were like, and I put, I, I think I was in the minority, too, that was like, I could care less. 
How would anyone even care? Everyone no one, cares. No they, one no, likes it's salvation. so black and white. It was like the top one was like, yeah, bring it on. The second one was, no, that's, he's too old. And I was like, he I was all the way old. at the bottom, like 1% that said that could care less. I, I think like, he is too really? old. And flatty. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do in it? I don't understand. I was, I, exactly what like, I was just thinking that you're going to have this actor who's, what he, what's he, but like, he's, he's got to be like six, in his 60s. 60, yeah, 60, he's like 65, 60, I think. 63 or 64. And, uh, I mean, you, you, there's 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 actors like Harrison Ford who can play Indiana Jones, and it makes sense because, because he's, he's getting a, older. Yeah, exactly. He's not a cyborg. <laughs> he's not a cyborg <laughs> that has to be the same age. You're close. Were they gonna be like, oh, well, let's make him an older cyborg? Let's 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 <laughs> let's like uh, let's let's make him the the the, the his grandfather of this model into the into an actual grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do like uh, what they should do is just, he should just be the character that he played in that deleted scene in Terminator Three when he was like the guy who cr- they modeled after. So that guy's gonna keep getting old, right? <laughs> Hey. Do you remember that deleted scene? No. Do you ever see that? No. There's an awesome deleted scene in Terminator 3 of uh, they finally show why the Terminator looks like Arnold. And it's like this general who just looks like that. And so he comes out, but he has like a really thick southern accent. It doesn't sound anything like Arnold. <laughs> it's actually hysterical. That's and uh, really I actually weird. wish they kept that in the movie because I like that scene a lot. Huh. But uh, that's what he should just be that character. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Considering like it'd be like uh, Lance Henriksen in uh, Alien 3 yeah. at the end there. That's all I can think of. Yeah. When Bishop shows up, the real Bishop. Bishop. Did you see Paul? No. I really enjoyed Paul. I really wanted and, to. And uh, there were a lot of really good, like, see it, that is. like um, you know, fanboy jokes in it, obviously, because mm-hmm. with those two writing it, uh-huh. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, and there was a few jokes that I was, like, keeled over laughing in theater, and no one laughed in the theater. There was a part when someone was, like, uh, I think, no, it was Sigourney Weaver was, like, wrestling on top of someone. And someone yelled, get off her, you bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was the only person who laughed at that. Yeah. I thought that was like the one, you know. Yeah. Not everyone knows that line. Yeah. But apparently no one does. It's <laughs> like when I, I saw Shaun of the Dead and there was that, uh, we're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, exactly. And no one laughed. One. Yeah, yeah, no one. Oh, that made me so we're mad. We're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in one of the most, I'm pretty shocked by it, surprises sure. of the year, Insidious is the most profitable movie of the year. I saw that. Yeah. Was it good? No, I don't know. I mean, I saw that that news headline. Oh. I actually didn't see the movie. I really want to see the movie. Yeah. And I just keep. Why don't we just go? You Done. and I. We'll, we'll go. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I really want to see that movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's impressive. He, I think he made it for like $800,000 plus yeah. marketing and stuff. So it went up to like a, something, a few million. But um, I mean, it's con- consistently been in the top 10 for however long it's been out now. Yeah. Which is really impressive. For such a little movie, a little, a little. Because no one went and saw Death Sentence and Death Proof. I like that. Was it James? Wa- James? James Wan. Yeah, he's I, think I, I like that he's making these. He's not selling out to the man. Exactly. I mean, he just posted today on his Facebook yeah. how he's really sick of remakes and sequels. Yeah. I don't think he cares at all about the Saw sequels. I don't think he does. I think he just wants to do his own thing. I mean, Death Sentence was great. Amazing. I love that. Yeah, it was great. And Dead Silence. I love Dead, Dead Silence. Silence. Is a lot of fun. Like you know what? I I give it a lot of crap because I I didn't know which way to like t- to take the film mm-hmm. at first. Thought it was gonna be too serious or try to be too serious. And afterwards, I kind of was like, "Just such a fun movie." That's such a goofy movie. Like yeah. it's, it's it's like a throwback to almost like those like Vincent Price esque. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was really fun. He makes he makes solid, good looking movies. Yes, you can't ask for more from from a director. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna say right now, you do the Avengers movie. Oh, that'd be amazing. It'd be awesome. If they just fired uh, what's his face <laughs> off of it. Yeah. Even though they already started shooting. Yeah. yeah. Like you know what? This isn't working out. <laughs> Colin James won. He's like, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. You see Kevin Bacon starring as Man of Steel. Oh, that'd be amazing. The Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> he is the Man of Steel himself. Actually, he could be anybody. I'm going to say right now, Kevin Bacon could play any single one of those characters in the Avengers. There. Why, did the, why doesn't he just play them all? Yeah, I think he should. That'd be amazing. Like, he's uh, Iron something Man. out of like Social Network, where you should. <laughs> he's Iron Man. He's Thor. <laughs> he's Incredible Hulk. We need to make this movie immediately. <laughs> no, but in, a, in, but in a weird, but in a weird twist, he's only in the, the Incredible Hulk. He's not Bruce Banner. <laughs> Some other guy is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Mr. B- uh, Mr. Bacon, can you please leave the set for a second while we film? <laughs> Still, Mark Wait, who, are the, who are the oh, Bill, Mark still Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, he's, yeah. the, he's the only one they keep. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's like a bigger, bigger <laughs> actor in general, he's still gonna keep uh, Kevin Bacon for incredible. <laughs> I think it's, they, it's they, believable. They literally just make him green. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally it's just like the TV show. They just paint him green. He's they don't even around. bulk him up, right? No, he just <laughs> walks around in shorts. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he starts, you know. Oh, doing a little sweating side balls, stepping dancing. About it. And then they play that scene. He redoes that scene from uh, Footloose, the Never. That song, Never, 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 <laughs> Never, 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 Never. It'd be awesome if it was just it was just all references to his older movies. Yeah. Like The River Wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just starts going down to the tube rap. Sleepers. <laughs> Whitewater Summer. It's all, it's all just basically the whole rest of the movie is just waterfalls and boats. He, he goes invisible like Hollow Man. Yes, he goes invisible like <laughs> Uh, and they even throw that commercial for what was it, DirecTV? Oh God, that's the best commercial of all time. <laughs> I, I would watch that anytime as yeah. well. I remember, like, if I'm fast forwarding through my DVR, Tremors. I will stop it and watch that. Yeah. I love that commercial. All right, let's keep going. Oh, Come my. On. I'm sorry. Just just keep <laughs> um, apparently, Tony Jaa isn't crazy anymore. He's coming back to do a 3D sequel to uh, Protector oh. of all movies. He's still a monk? I don't know. I guess he's not crazy anymore, though. <laughs> That was pretty weird, right? That's that. Oh, he just like walked off set one day into the forest. <laughs> That's gonna be one of those like tidbits of trivia. Like, hey, remember when Tony Jaw just like walked away from the world for like yeah. six months? He literally just walked off into the woods for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's back. He's ready to make movies again. Him and uh, Randy Quaid, but no, him and Dave Chappelle. I tweeted this the other day. Who would have thought that like one of the biggest mysteries of the two thousands would be what happened to Dave Chappelle? Yeah. Why did he go so crazy? Nobody knows. Like, uh, and like no one's hurt. Like, well, I mean, people have heard from him, but it, it's like. It's not like a big media thing anymore. Like people just stopped thinking about it. Yeah. Well, apparently he still does stand up in L.A. Like, yeah. all the time, which is weird because like you think that that would be like stuff that would be on TV yeah. since the show is so popular. But no. Yeah. No, it's so pretty. Weird. It's pretty up in wraps. And I guess he lives in like Ohio. <laughs> so random. He's still married to his. Eight, Who uh, knows? I wouldn't be if I was her. <laughs> My husband just gets up and leaves and goes to Africa and doesn't tell me. Get out of here. It's crazy. I don't care how rich you are. He's rich. Rich bitch. <laughs> um, all right. Who cares about the protector? I didn't like the first one. Uh, <laughs> I heard that there's a good tracking. I still have to see amazing, all those. That's an amazing that's the, spark. I, like I haven't, I haven't seen any of them yet, but I, I, I want to see like Ongbok. They're Ongbok? all. I think they're all three of the Ongboks are on and on watch instantly. Yeah. Um, but the first I put, Ongbok is incredible. The second one's nah, it's all right. Yeah, and then I don't even. I haven't seen the third one. Uh, but I did put the protector Blu-ray on my like the top of my queue so I can check mm-hmm. that out just mm-hmm. so I can. Fast forward to the that, awesome that scene is pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, that scene's awesome. Yeah. Um, Anst Trow, don't that's her name, was cast as Fiora in Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, out of blue, huh? 
Yeah. Uh, don't know how to pronounce that name. German or something? Mm-hmm. Something weird like that. Trow. Trow. But she's, uh, yeah, she's going to be playing Fiora, which I guess is a villainess. I can't remember where I've heard that name, Fiora. It might be in a Smallville episode. Hmm. But speaking of Smallville, they announced the uh, complete series coming out in yeah, November or whatever. The DVD. Not going to be on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's only going to be a DVD. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a, lo- it's a good looking box, too. It's, it's like- all right. I don't even care about it anymore. You don't care because it's a DVD. No, why That's would how I buy much that? You, no, I know you're not buying but I just, yeah, man, you got to give props to the box. At least the box looks good. No. What? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Listen. Listen, if they can make Twilight Zone on Blu-ray, they can put the first five seasons of uh 24 is not on Blu-ray either. The first, the first. I'm watching it for the first time, okay? Well, that's your problem. Take it easy. Not my problem. Take it easy on me. <laughs> Take it easy on me. Take <laughs> it easy. Um, but yeah, it, it infuriates me. Because, like, what if people were waiting so they can get it on Blu-ray? Now they're like, oh, great. Now I can't get any of them. <laughs> well, people, who, you know what? They're listening right now to this podcast, and they're changing their minds as we speak. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> as we speak, because <laughs> it's going out live. Um <laughs> Well, hey, you never know. It's never too late. It just pisses me off because they're talking about how it's not worth it to like update the CGI to make it Blu-ray. And I'm like, why do you have to? Why can't you just make it what it looked like? Like That's some of its charm, is yeah. watching older shows like that. Well, was that Simpsons season whatever, season 13? Yeah. Is that... I don't have that on Blu-ray. I have it on DVD. But like, were the episodes that are... Like, that's on a Blu-ray. Are, half, are all, any episodes that were filmed in standard? I don't think there are any of them are HD. I'm trying to think. It but looks it's on like a DVD. It's all Blu-ray discs. Yeah, yeah right? I have so. the Blu-rays. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it just all looks like regular. So it would be just like that, right? Yeah, I don't see why I can't do that. Hmm. Because I I know for a fact that anything Blu-ray for yeah. Smallville would look better than those DVDs do. Yeah. Because I've watched some of them recently, and they just look like garbage now. Like it's it's weird because most people will argue, well, why do I need this? It looks exactly the same as it would on DVD. It'd only be Doesn't like a marginal, there'd marginal be, there'd difference. There'd be a difference if they upconverted yeah. it. I think not only that, but you'll have. Less de- like you'll have all the special features all in one mm-hmm. or two discs, you know. Like and like uh, they just re-aired the pilot like two weeks ago or something like that mm-hmm. before the season started up again, mm-hmm. and it looked infinitely better than my DVD because it was on an HD channel. Yeah. So I mean, they they, they have the technology of making it look good by putting it on Blu-ray. Just do it, dicks. <laughs> like uh, season five was released on HD DVD, but not on Blu-ray, and they're, so they're like, "Well, why don't you at least release it on Blu-ray?" They're like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> like. That's so stupid. <laughs> you would get so many uh, sales by releasing it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think in this uh, day and age, you release a Blu-ray. Yeah, That's I think I you have it. to. Yeah, I don't know. It's I think this it's CW, right? So it's mm-hmm. CW probably has other shows that they just think will sell sell better on DVD. Like they're they're, they're t- targeting more like a teen-ish audience, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I figured they figure like a lot of these. Kids but they're going back and releasing the first seasons of you Supernatural. You know what? I can't even argue because people have PS3s yeah. and people have Blu-ray players and their parents have Blu-ray players. Yeah. I can't even argue. And they're going I back. Can't even, I can't even be the opposing <laughs> side to this. I cannot even be your yin to your, to, uh, the yin to your yang right now. Yeah. I just, just, it's impossible. Whatever you're saying, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the microphone right now. <laughs> like, uh, super, they're going back and releasing the first two seasons of Supernatural on Blu-ray. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, why can't they do that to Smallville? I don't understand. Nope. <sighs> I don't know. Doesn't make a lick of sense. Doesn't <laughs> lick of sense. I don't watch the show. Yeah, I gotta watch the show and all the way when once it's done. Well, you're not gonna be able to because it's gonna look like garbage on regular DVD. Uh, Especially the later seasons when the CGI starts getting better and it was shot in HD. It was like garbage. Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> I'm done with Smallville. I'm not watching it anymore. You know what? Just, quit. Just, quit just quit now. Just quit now. Right at the end. <laughs> don't even watch. <laughs>
Um, um, oh, by the way, oh as, as a, a sidetrack, are you going to watch that Brandon Routh film, The Devil Dog? The Dylan Dog looks awesome. Dylan Dog. I think those trailers. I was thinking about you when I see those commercials. Yeah, I was you like, right you are. Well, of course I am. You know, I'm looking out for my <laughs> bros. But uh, I, just, I love Brandon Routh. He's so good looking. I, I can't help but think, I know the movie is going to be, okay, never mind. You know what? It's going to be a masterpiece. Never mind. The end. I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> I know it's not. But it's I, I know the, it's, it's not. It's been on the shelf for so long. I know it has, and it looks like every sci-fi channel original movie yeah. as it is. But, but it's Brandon Routh. But it's Brandon Routh. And Sam Huntington. And Sam Huntington. I like them all. Yeah. It's a, the whole Superman. This should it's be the, the whole, whole package. Superman Returns cast in there. I know, right? Mm. Kate Bosworth dead on the street. Yeah. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> Look at her. <laughs> um, we're going to take a break right now, and uh, we're going to come back and re- review The Wizard of Oz, the AFI classic. I know. Our top ten. I know, I can't believe it. We're making it to the top 10 right now. We are in the top 10. What is number 10? Speaking of top 10, this has nothing to do with top 10. This has nothing to do with top 10. Uh, did you <laughs> see the trailer for Immortals? No. It looks pretty awesome. Who's in it? It looks like a much better Clash it? of the Titans. It's a new Tarsim movie. Oh, okay. I did see the posters uh, with, for it. With Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. And Mickey Rourke. Yeah. And it looks gorgeous. Like every Tarsim movie. Yeah. The Cell. I don't care if you hate that movie. That movie is gorgeous. The Fall. The Fall. One of my favorites. Paul's one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. I don't know why this isn't like a, a The Something title with the track that he has. The Immortal. Boom. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Immortals, I believe. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to come back and we're going to discuss Wizard of Oz after these words from this song. Members episode 51. I am Todd. I am Hector. Uh, thank you for joining me, Hector. Yeah. We will not talk about life. We can't. We'll, we'll drag everything down. You know, uh, speaking of which, I on, on Amazon last week, there was a sale on, it was like Earth Day, mm-hmm. so I bought that box set of Life, mm-hmm. narrated by David Atten. I own it. Yeah, I couldn't wait. I, I, I put it off so long because it was expensive. Yeah, it's but, really expensive. But I, I saw it was like twenty twenty seven ninety nine. so I said, come in with me, and it already came in the mail. If you want to live. Uh, speaking of Amazon and it already coming in the mail, I'm furious about this because I'm pretty sure you bought some too. What's with the Criterion Blu-rays saying it takes like eight to ten days to um, ship? Some yeah. of that crap. I don't know. 
I didn't get an. I didn't get an email. It I doesn't say anything about the email. It says it right on the page when you buy it. Oh, really? uh, it says like right under the price. It says usually ships within six to ten days or whatever. Weird. Yeah, I bought Blowout. I bought the Circle of Rouge, and I bought uh, uh, the Smell of Success, Sweet Smell of Success. Yeah. And all of them have like over a week. That's weird. Like mine, I just got a, I got a confirmation email, uh, like a, like within a few hours. I were like, we are we sh- we shipped that one out. We shipped your movie. I, I ordered Le Cirque Le Rouge, and I had ordered it with, um, uh, brackets for like my hang for, uh, hanging up uh, curtains. Okay, that's what I was. I was like, I kind of combined them. You sure it didn't say it sent the brackets? No, it sent. The, it's actually sent my DVD first. Weird. Yeah. Because yeah, it says right on the thing. I'm assuming it's because so many people are buying them now because of this amazing sale they're having. Right. But uh. It's just weird. I wonder how they choose which ones are on sale too, because there's that was really weird. Because like you think that uh, like Fear and Loathing also came out that day, and I well, yeah, that was I think that just just came out. The blowout came out just t- just came out too. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. But didn't it come out like a few weeks ago at least. No, it came out Tuesday. Did it? Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Maybe because everyone wants Fear and Loathing. I know I do. Maybe that's kind of. Yeah. I want to wake you bad. <laughs> so I don't know. I I, I, pff, I don't know why they picked. Yeah, that. it's, it's bizarre. So odd, yeah. Like like. Before they actually on the Criterion site, they actually had a sale that was like buy two get the yeah they have those all the time or something like that. But I don't know how they pick them. It's really uh, weird. Before we get to the Wizard of Oz, we had a quick poll that we wanted to throw out see if anyone wanted a piece of this. Yeah, uh, Hector came up with this great idea. Um, just pretty much like what movie that was never made would you have liked to have seen? Sort of like Steven Spielberg was supposed to direct the first Harry Potter movie. Mm-hmm. Like imagine how different that would have been. It would have been so weird. Yeah, it would have been like a completely different series. Because there's no guarantee that he would have hired who they hired and stuff and so forth. It would have, yeah. Because I mean, you got to think it's an entirely different production company, yeah. and then he would probably bring it to his, uh, maybe even J.J. Abrams, yep. if you think about in that direction. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a completely different series. Absolutely. Uh, so we were just wondering if there are any movies that are made that you would have liked to have seen a different director, you know, handle. Because uh, what were we talking about? Like Richard Donner was supposed to do Superman two. He actually said he had a plan for Superman one, two, three, and four that he just never got to make. Yeah, because you know they kicked him off. Yeah, uh, but like Stanley Kubrick trying yep. to do or buying the rights to Dune, yeah, or what you know that Dune was supposed to be back in the eighties. Yeah, and then uh, I mean all sorts of things. What would Alien three have went through like all sorts of different mm-hmm. problems? And they went, they had David Fincher, and then they brought on they he. I think he like left. Half he disowned the movie. He disowns the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he. I think he did actually think about. it. I think he did finish the film, but yeah, he disowns the film. And there's and there's a lot of different stories and all sorts of things. And we're just this kind of ties in with Wizard of Oz because mm-hmm. um, George Cukor yep. was originally set to direct. Yeah, and and I think he actually filmed a little bit. Yeah, just like a few weeks. Actually, you know what? I may have my. Uh, I'm not. I, I think he. No, you know who it was? It was Richard Thorpe. Richard Thorpe, Thorpe. was set to direct. Yeah, I think George Cukor was set to direct Gone with the Wind. And he actually directed like a week because there's yeah. footage on the Blu-ray yeah. of. Uh, yeah, say George. Yeah, Richard like Thorpe. Hair. Yeah, directed a week yeah. of it, and then yeah, he had all this whole different. That was when Buddy Epson was in it yeah. too. And Buddy Epson, yeah, yeah, which is a whole other story, which we'll get into. But I mean. Yeah, and like in in the case of Gone with the Wind, uh, George Cukor set to direct, and there was all sorts of problems. I don't know if he wasn't getting along the producers, um, and eventually they the studio just shelved. They they yeah. put him aside, and they put in Victor Fleming. And so Victor Fleming had a year. Thirty nine was his year. Yeah, that was yeah, crazy. that was his year. Yeah, <laughs> was I his think year. of anyone in the world, that yeah. was his year. Him and O. Selznick, well, O. Selznick was every year, but I mean, yeah, that was his year for like Rise and Shine. So yeah, uh, are there any movies that you would have liked to have seen directed by someone else? You know, it would yeah. make a completely different movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good question. Yeah. I'm sure we'll get no answers. <laughs> no, people are going to be like, pretty, you know what? It's nah, a pretty it's random fun. question. It's a random question, but it, it's something that y- y- it's people might really want to think about or yeah. chew on it for a little bit. Like, what if 
like uh, Hitchcock directed, you know, whatever, some other random movie. Yeah. Like they, they always what? call movies like the Hitchcock of this generation, or you know, it's so Hitchcocky. Like Buried is always considered very Hitchcocky, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Like, what if Hitchcock did direct that movie? Yeah, you know what I mean. What if Ed Wood bought the rights to, Sy- to if, Robert Block Psycho? What if Ed Wood did? <laughs> directed Psycho? What if, um, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, uh, what's his face? The guy who, who d- Frankenheimer. What if like Frankenheimer bought the rights to I Am Legend and made an amazing I Am Legend movie? Yeah. Instead of the Omega Man, Omega Man, and movie. what's the other one with Vincent Price? Last Man on Earth. Mm-hmm. What if they actually made an I Am Legend movie that was like the book? Yeah. You can't beat that. Can't beat that. Frankenheimer was, ga- was on his game. It's true. He, he, that was that would have totally been up his alley. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. That's why I'm amazing at this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so, uh, God. <laughs> Hector and Todd at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail 508 923 0443. I think it's 925. 925 0443. Who knows? It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what I've been writing down. 925 0443. <laughs> that number has a lot of voicemails. <laughs> like, <laughs> That'd be <hello>? awesome. <laughs> What is our ninety five zero four three? You're right. Good. <laughs> really At least cool. one of us are right. Uh, that's all that matters to me. That's all that matters. So uh, yeah, ninety five zero four three. Leave us voicemail. That'd be amazing. What movie would you like to have been directed by someone else? Yeah. Tell number, us a little tale. Number Who number doesn't matter. Number ten. Number ten. The Wizard of Oz, nineteen thirty nine. Bob Fleming. Bob. Fleming. <laughs> Victor Bob? Fleming. <laughs> Steve. Uh, it's Wizard of Oz. I mean, there it is. That's the end of the show. Yeah. I mean, uh, next week we'll be talking about <laughs> Hitchcock. Next week we'll be talking about Hitchcock. We are going to do some Vertigo. Hitchcock. Vertigo. Um, the, the beginning of this episode opened with a voicemail from Chris Tong. That, and he talks about how much, you know, he talks about Wizard of Oz. This is a Chris Tong episode. We should just call this episode Chris Tong Appreciation Day. Okay. Because he has two voicemails. I'm not going to call it that. That'd be creepy. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> But I mean, this. I don't. There's very, very few people in this world that I know just don't like this movie. I'm assuming Colpus is one of them. I mean, you, you just have to assume he doesn't like it, right? Probably. I mean, look at him. Ugh, just look at him. <laughs> I make myself laugh. That's all that matters. What? Do you <laughs> uh, one star review right there. That's what that laughing meant. That laughing means one star review. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way you said it, is, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> just rolling around. Hey, roll around. Roll around there, Eddie. <laughs> I know you ain't dead. <laughs> um. All right, let's do this. Okay. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. I actually, I think this is the first time where I actually have written notes. I know it's crazy. It's their types notes too. They're really notes bizarre. Too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because I figured. Well. Well, let me read the plot. Yeah. Because I like to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. if anyone doesn't know what the Wizard of Oz is about, they're stupid. <laughs> Can we agree on that? Well, they they could be absolutely stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what time of year do you associate this movie with? Because I hear mixed things. I hear different answers all the time. When I was a child, I usually thought it was like around the 40s, like late 40s. Because it was like, I always thought like Mary Poppins and this one were like around the same time. And Mary Poppins, I think, is actually... I want to uh, fight you. I think Mary That's Poppins... That's not what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you asking? I mean, like, what time of year do you associate this movie with? Because Oh, I thought people... you meant, like... I th- you know what I meant now, but I mean, like... No, I know what you meant. Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. 
Dorothy Gale is swept away to a magical land in a tornado and embarks on a quest to see the wizard who could help her return home. Okay, so you're saying that during Christmas time or something like that? Yeah. Or? Okay. Because I know some people who are adamant that it's a very Christmas movie. Other people are very adamant that it's a Thanksgiving movie. Whereas there's some people who are like, it's Easter. I watch it every Easter. Easter. Uh, I didn't have any to think of. The, I, I think I just ended up just watching it any old day old school. Yeah, I think I watched it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we, to be honest, we didn't actually own the film. Like, I don't think we even taped it. Like, I think I'd just seen it, I enjoyed it, and I don't think we ever ended it. I think it was one of those films that was like, there's, there's so many other movies you mm-hmm. could watch. But I think once you watch it, you pretty much understand what it is and its, its value and, and on society and it's it's... it's just Wizard of Oz. Classic. The end. One of the best. Yeah. Great movie. It's kind of one of those movies. It's like, it's not even like, I can't even compare it to like Star Wars. It's one of those, it's one of the only films where like you watch it and you automatically know that it is what it is. And it, after that, it just it builds such a, um, just clamor over the years. I guess it's, it's built its own, I can't even say audience. I don't know what to say. It's, well, it's, it's beyond it's, audience. It's one of, it's beyond that's why. Audience. Yeah, that's why I was saying that there's very few people in the world who don't like this movie because it's just it's one of those you know national treasures. It's like beloved by. It's everyone. not even love it or hate it. It's everyone knows what it is. Everything about the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even while watching it, like I, I haven't watched it in a while. I there were scenes that I tend for, to forget because I o- always remember the first half of the film. Yep. There's nothing I don't. I'm exactly about the that. same way. That's yeah. weird. Like I, I, I remember the first half so well, but then like the haunted forest, I always seem to forget. Yeah. Like the haunted forest. I always forget the, the part with the the fly monkeys. Like I always remember the fly monkeys exist, yeah. but I don't remember like that scene at the castle or whatever. Yeah, with all the fly. The, I never remember that scene. Yeah, it's it's so weird. But I just think that I, I think I always catch it on TV if I'm when I was younger mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like it always opens in black and white, and then it goes, and then her opening Sepia. the door. Weird. I wonder why it wasn't it's black sepia, and white. Yeah. I think that's one of my notes, actually. Like, why sepia, not black and white? Um, it just looks brown. I had an answer to that, but now I forgot. Oh, well. They, 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 they say in the commentary, so watch the commentary. I don't do that. You do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love commentary. Hector, since we both have notes, why don't you read yours? Okay. Um, mine's actually categorized. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Um, so, I'm going to first start off with the film restoration of okay. the Blu-ray. <laughs> Uh, buckle up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Original camera negative stored at George Eastman House. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know why I wrote that. Um, it's the Blu-ray was scanned using a Spirit 4K at 4,000 pixels wide per frame. And this, the whole reason I'm, I'm going into the film restoration is because it's a pretty gorgeous looking film on the Blu-ray. Yeah, the Blu-ray um, is incredible. The way that they talk about the negative and how they had to, like back in the day, they used to have to kind of do it like uh, frame by frame by frame, mm-hmm. like just brushing it and making sure and that every single frame didn't have dirt on it. Well, now they do everything digitally, and they, that the camera or the thing that they use is the Spirit 4K, and it just does it pretty instantly. Um, but the way that they describe it is just like 16-bit linear digital color space and 65 over 65,000 colors available to each pixel. A lot of color. Yeah, it's that's technicolor is amazing. Um, each frame, f- each frame of film is about fifty megabytes. Six frames a second, three hundred megabytes a second is about two hundred terabytes of storage that they have terabytes. for this film. Goodness gracious! Yeah, it's pretty amazing just for this one film. Um, as a sidetrack too, because I was as I was writing that, I was thinking about like how, why is it that like uh, I just I'm going to rant for a second because <laughs> I hate when people go to theaters like you you. Um, People talk about things like on on Twitter or or on message boards and stuff like 
like when you see like Back to the Future or Taxi Driver and they're like being re-released to, to theaters or Aliens something like that and they're like oh great they're gonna play a DVD mm. I, I, it always bothered me because uh, I actually thought about like you know DVD is about eight and a half gigabytes whereas what they actually play is like well between 100 to 200 gigabyte file that's a digital project, projected image as far, as far as I know and it just always bothered me because, like, a DVD, I, I think that's just kind of ignorant, mm-hmm. but I'm just educating our audience right now. <laughs> that's not a DVD. <laughs> so don't ever say that again. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it is. Once I went and saw Brick and they played a DVD. They've literally played a DVD. <laughs> well, okay. I think at the Coolidge <laughs> Corner they do play, because th- I've seen them play Twilight yeah. Zone off the DVD. Yeah. But I'm just mean, like, like when, if they're saying, like, a digital presentation, mm-hmm. it's not going to be, like, a DVD. Yeah. Um, okay, going back to <laughs> uh, Victor Fleming. Uh, apparently, follow the yellow brick road was his idea. That whole scene, the whole song, everything that he was like, "You need to get them. We need to transition them to to the wizard." Hmm. So everything about that was his idea. Um, it's Fleming's first color film. Uh, so this one was before Gondolin, I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess he started filming <laughs> this one first. Yeah. Uh, an actor's director. I wrote that down because I guess like a, a lot of actors praise his praise his glory because he was kind of the, the he was the director that pretty much like would yell cut and then go to the actor and then talk about like how they did that scene like whether they did good whether they did bad it was, he he was very much an actor's director he was the antithesis to hitchcock absolutely <laughs> uh why aren't there more Fleming films on DVD or Blu-ray i was actually looking this up like on i looked in netflix and there was only about like maybe like 15 or 16 t- tops films. i don't think i really even know that's another thing. Like any too. other like, movies besides, no. but there, like I was going through a reflection of his work, and there's so many films that they, the way that they, they show them, like as, as far as they're like, this is his best flying movie. I think I um, think it was called Test Pilot, and there's a whole bunch of other films I was looking at, like uh, Bombshell, and I was, it's like, these movies look great. I really want to see them, but they're like they're not available on DVD. Lost the times. I don't know why that. Like I, I thought at least by the end of DVD that this would. They would have put some of these out, like Universal Legacy is always putting well, out. It's some weird, of these like uh, African Queen just came out. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. That doesn't make sense. And uh, and I actually brought this up on our break. The Magnificent Ambersons is another movie, uh, Orson Welles movie. Yeah, that just never got released. I don't even think. Eh, maybe it's on VHS, but it's like rare to find it on VHS. Yeah, but I really want to see that movie. Lost of the times. So weird. I don't know. Uh, he directed almost fifty films in his career and died at the age of fifty nine. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost a movie a year. Yeah. Uh, Kukor wasn't working out with Gone with the Wind, as we said, and, and wasn't getting along with Gable in production, so he was moved from uh, the pick, which at, um, from the pick, and they brought in Victor Fleming. He managed to work on both Gone with the Wind and Oz in the same year. We've already said this, but a little reiteration. Somewhere Over the Rainbow was my next subject. 1981, Judy Garland's version was voted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. In 2001, Gar- uh, Garland's version was voted Song of the Century by the National Endowments for the Arts in the RIAA. Wow. Pretty, in- pretty impressive. And then 2004, number one movie song of all time by the American Film Institute. So they are AFI. Yeah, AFI. Uh, that's, that's another thing I actually want to bring up before when you talk about how this movie is just like universally beloved. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of movies like Sound of Music that I'm pretty sure anyone would know just by hearing the name. Yeah. But how many of them where you can sing like so many of the songs and always get stuck in your head? Absolutely. Like, I know that it's very it's very rare when you hear someone sing any of this. Like I know I know that one. Um, now I don't even remember what the song is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think the one that they, she sings throughout the whole movie to the kids. Um, 
Oh, we talk about Sound of Music? Yeah. I thought you were talking about Wizard of Oz. No, Sound uh, of Music. Doa Deer. Doa Deer, yeah, yeah. It's okay. So People know that. Yeah. And Edelweiss. 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 Stop singing that song. <laughs> Can't bring that up during this movie. Okay. Uh, but yes, I do believe Somewhere of the Rainbow is, yeah. is one of the most, most known and songs. And how about uh, We're Not Kansas Anymore being in like every movie ever? Yeah. it's it's It was number one most quoted line. In the history. In, in, yeah, in history. Of life. In history of life. Even before it came out. It was in, I think it was in the Bible. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty like sure it was. was. I, I think, think Peter Roman, said it. Oh, yeah, Peter. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, Toto was actually a female Karen Terrier named Terry. Terry. Even though, and I thought that was weird because in the credits actually listed Toto as, as Toto. Toto. I think I haven't have a note of that. Yeah. That was weird. Um, and, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it's, it was named Terry and appeared in uh, the Sher- Shirley Temple movie Bright Eyes. And then in the, more than a dozen... Uh, other features, classic Terry, and was actually <laughs> saved from a trainer from the, their, from Toto's. Toto was saved from uh, her trainer from being in the kennel. <laughs> so if uh, if we're not for that, then we wouldn't have Toto. Toto, um, Judy Garland. This is her seventh feature film. Producers loved her so much that even uh, even the studio, when they wanted a bigger name like Shirley Temple, the the producers really fought for her because they really believed that she had uh, the stardom. Yes, yeah, uh, like right off the right off the bat. He's gorgeous, a big star. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I started writing some goofs while I was watching it because I'd watched it once and then kind of went through it again and was like, kind of doing something like I don't usually pick out hair, like I don't find goofs in films. Like mm-hmm. I usually wait for someone to tell me and then I'll notice it. Um, but I kind of did like did what you like. I, I think uh, you and I went to see I Spy and you were oh, like, oh, don't even talk about that movie. Well, this if one that was hair even makes worse. Me so mad. This one was even worse because uh, I didn't even notice this um, for the long, the longest time. Well, then it can't be worse. It. The first time I saw Eyes by, I was furious. Yeah, but I don't know his <laughs> hair at all. So, but her pigtails are noticeably shorter and longer during the Scarecrow song, when she when uh, she first brings Scarecrow down and she starts kind of doing a song. That was the one they had to reshoot. Yeah, that was one of the ones they actually shot with that guy. That was on that DVD. Yeah, they showed. Uh, they also showed a, a well. They showed yeah. They showed a song that was cut from the movie on that too. The yeah, jitterbug. the jitterbug. Yeah, but like her her pigtails like go down like almost to like. Way past her armpits, like chest yeah. area, and then all of a sudden they're right at her like. Maybe they just tied it tighter or something one day. Because I highly doubt that the shoe was that long. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Whatever that was. Uh, when the tree was throwing apples at at uh, Dorothy and the Scarecrow, um, you can see Garland wearing black shoes instead of ruby slippers. Nice, which is interesting. Uh, another scene: she is cradling Toto in her arms, and suddenly has, and then then like right after, she has her arms behind the Scarecrow and the Tin Man. The dog went nowhere. <laughs> Just fell. It did. Uh, the Munchkins all had genuine affection for Judy Garland, which I thought was interesting because uh, I think every everyone off the shoot kind of has like pre. I think in, in that year there was sort of predisposed prejudice, maybe toward towards you know midgets in general. Yeah. You know, you know the use that they use. One of those midgets is from uh, Freaks. That's Brownie's Freaks. That's right. I always recognize them when I see the movie, and yeah. I always think of Freaks. Yeah. But it was interesting. It's just like everyone o- always had good things to say about Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a scene where, like, there's two munchkins handing her flowers mm-hmm. as she's going to ride off in the cabbie. And um, those, I guess those two munchkins were the only ones that had lines in the movie. While, like, every other munchkin, the actor was voice dubbed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um, the ruby slippers are, st- are in the Smithsonian today. I haven't seen, like, anything. I don't know anything really about the Smithsonian. I just know that. I know Alfonso's jacket's there. Who's Alfonso? Alfonso. 
The Fonz. Fonz's jacket is there. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Alfonso Romero. And uh, I think Archie Bunker's chair is there. Really? Yeah. Mm. I got to go there someday. I got I to gotta pass by there. It's a huge museum. Like, a huge museum. Yeah. I think it's like a bunch of different buildings. Like, I think it's a massive museum. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's one thing that's, that's on my, like, my bucket list. I was like, make, I was trying to think of things I'd want to do before I die, and that's Smithsonian. That's definitely one of them. Why don't you just watch uh, the Night, Night Museum? Museum. Yeah, there it is. About. That's all. All right, you, you said it. <laughs> um, and then I, th- then I wrote down just the last part, just thoughts. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> it's literally just four lines. It just. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Frank Morgan's mustache as the wizard's guard scene changes from up to down. Like constantly kept changing. Like it was uh, like up to begin with, and then just was like down. He's a wizard. That's true. I'm going to give it to you there. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Morgan crying is almost as hilarious as when the cowardly lion belly flops out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best part. I love when he jumps out the window. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I, I, they're both pretty amazing scenes. Um, the haunted forest scene in general is weird. Mm-hmm. And where do all their props go? Like, suddenly they were carrying, like, I don't know if you remember, but they were, like, carrying, like, a hammer like uh-huh. and a net. And, like, I think the, the lion was holding a net, and then, like, Tin Man had a big giant sledgehammer. And then the, as soon as... Um, I can't remember what happens now. I think uh, the dog goes missing or the monkeys come, and all of a sudden, they, they're gone. They throw them down. They don't they throw don't, them down. They don't care about don't littering move. back then. They just throw them. Just <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen Mad Men? They just oh, throw everything out there in, yeah, the, in yeah. the wilderness. Yeah, the earth will pick it up. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> the scarecrow mutilation is more violent than the, than the entire Saw series. Yep. Agreed. That's, I just found that to be absolutely repulsive. <laughs> repulsive. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. <laughs> All right. I'll remind them. Okay. Uh, Fleming was on a roll this year, huh? Yeah, he was. Uh, the Blu-ray uh, makes it even more obvious these are mats. That was one of the things that really bugged me about the opening sepia tone scenes is how you could tell they're on, like, a stage. Yeah. Because the Blu-ray made it even more obvious because of how clear it was. Yeah. Oh, my God, the Blu-ray is so Although funny. that a tornado effect is pretty impressive. I, I, yes, everything, I agree. Everything that, everything that he did, I can't remember his name, the, the, the guy who did the oh, it's going to bother me, but whatever. The, the the scene with the the house falling mm-hmm. like as a reverse shot of yeah. the scene just going the house going up and then just the the funnel cloud the tor- tornado everything just miniature yeah I was surprised how really good the miniature miniatures, yeah, yeah. Um, what's all this jabberwocking like <laughs> jabberwock uh, Garland must be in the top three of beautiful girls who grew up to look horrifying there was a part there was like one of those like e true Hollywood stories mm-hmm. where it showed her at the end of her career in this horrible disgusting picture of her yeah. looking all drugged out and it used to terrify me like I literally had to turn away from wow. the screen when that yeah. shot was on the screen because she just looked like a monster yeah a pretty bad monster. within like the first 10 years after the film she looked good like she mm-hmm. she she was doing very well like singing that song like a thousand times yeah but yeah she was and she'd done you know a few movies after that but then like i don't know what happened yeah like you said just the power got to her yeah but that's a sad story uh classic toto running away like a pimp Oh, why he runs away? Yeah, from the witch. A whopper. <laughs> I like that line. Uh, <laughs> makes me want to watch Freddy's Dead. Yes, the whole everything. I, I even said it to Angela. I was like, this whole scene is really weird to begin with. I'm really glad that they brought it up in Freddy's yeah. Dead as a dream <laughs> because it's such a it, it's it, the whole scene in general is it's just such a strange scene. Like they had a flying grandmother just sewing, mm-hmm. and then they had like I can't remember who else. Oh, there's two guys bike riding. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know what the heck's going on in that scene. Uh, I wonder why it's sepia, not black and white. I said that. <laughs> Dorothy has weird and oddly specific dreams. <laughs> that's such yeah. a long dream to have. <laughs> She's dreaming about people she knows. <laughs> Three people. Um, that's an impressive effect, how the witch appears from the red smoke. Yeah. Like how the camera just doesn't cut. It's just, you know, her popping up. I think that was a really good effect. There, 
there's there does it happens a couple times that one where she like the like the it literally she drops down yeah, to the floor you can see and her actually drop yeah. but the, the when she first pops up in that scene you, she's just there yeah i thought that was really there. well done yeah yeah um i love that dorothy's so surprised that the ruby slippers are on her feet but on the close-up she's posing <laughs> I love that. Oh She's yeah, like, what? Can, yeah. She, she, she turns. turns her foot. Yeah, she turns her foot. <laughs> I'm like, hey, <laughs> say, uh, that's a nice butt. Uh-huh. There goes some of me again. <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't mind it. That's I know. So, I love it. So that's awkward to me. <laughs> like that would be like the equivalence of me. Like, hey, there goes my arm again. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> classy. The witch just hiding behind the tree. <laughs> I love her standing behind the tree. She was She's just like looking out. Like, hey. <laughs> Or she was on top of that like house or yeah yeah that was weird she just pops up she everywhere. pops out everywhere. I, I just love her hiding behind a tree she's like <laughs> um how can anyone call this movie overrated how and I've heard it many times no, it's um, overrated because I'm sorry that you exist in a, 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 a <laughs> f generation that's fifty years later stupid stupid head uh so many parts of this movie terrify me uh it's weird how I've seen it so many times but there's parts I still always forget mm-hmm. that's weird. Uh, the dummy or whatever it is kicking is funny. Uh, that's during the whole scarecrow thing. Electric slippers, great band name. Because <laughs> there's a part slippers. she when she goes to touch them, they look electrified. And I thought electric slippers would make a great band name. <laughs> there you go. Let's make uh, it happen. <laughs> the stocks for green makeup must have skyrocketed after this flick. <laughs> it's true. Or 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 aluminum makeup. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, classic key is legend because I said, "How about another fire, fire scarecrow?" Yeah. Uh, it's only you and I will get that. I know. <laughs> How about another fire scarecrow? Uh, he gets a PhD. I was really surprised. In thinkology. <laughs> so mad. Um, and uh, I guess that math, ma- the mathematics to what he says isn't accurate. Is it weird? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Someone brought that up in the. We're in the stupid commentary. back then. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, and then the singer midgets as the munchkins. I thought that was really funny. That's what it said <laughs> in the credits. The singer midgets as the munchkins. Singer midgets. <laughs> I love that it actually said midgets yeah. as the munchkins. Yeah. <laughs> they could just call him the Munchkins, <laughs> and yet Toto is still Toto. Yeah, Toto as Toto. <laughs> there was a lot of people that went uncredited. Like, I mean, I know it was only one one page of like our one sorry one screen. Yeah. of of cast. But well, I mean, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, Judy Garland played Dorothy. Played. I know. Unbelievable. I thought it was Liza Minnelli. Touche. Touche. She's uh, Lucille number two. Mm. That's a Development reference right there. Nice. He had vertigo. Which is next, next week. week. That's wow. weird. Look at that. Maybe that's why the, the AFI is the way it is. Maybe. Because of Rush Development. Development. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a great show. <laughs> uh, that's bizarre. That is bizarre. Too. She had vertigo. She did. Which leads us to number nine. Next week. To be continued. <laughs> It'd be awesome if I just cut out there. Yeah. To be continued. <laughs> 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 um. So, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Made a movie. Yeah, I don't know. It would, it, it's beyond me. I mean, people really need to give it a... It, people have a, a, a... The way that they remember it, and I think they need to revisit their past. I'm surprised it's number 10. For some reason, I thought it was up higher. Like, it was number, like, you know, three or four. Yeah. But, hey. Especially underneath Vertigo. Oh, I mean, Vertigo. I'm no disrespected Vertigo. Oh, but yeah. I'm not, most people, I think, recognize yeah. Wizard of Oz. I, I think Wizard of Oz is much better than Gone with the Wind, but... Hey. What are you going to do, right? We can't all be right, you know? Can't all be wrong. There you go. So, next week will be Vertigo. Uh, the song we're going to play this week to end the episode is My Chemical Romance. Because that was my number one. Yeah. Um, last year. The song is called, oh my God, Save Yourself, I'll Hold Them Back. Nice. Yeah. Great song. They're going to be at the House of Blues, aren't they? Yes, and so am I. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I like to hear. <laughs> and then the next night, 
I'll be at the Paradise going to see Family Force Five. I'm Family all over the Force place. <laughs> wow, you just and this Friday I'll be at the Frozen Trevor show. Oh my God, you're just bouncing all over the place. You're just like a bouncy ball. You're like Flubber right now. I'm just like Flubber. Yeah, amazing. I'm exactly like Flubber you right got now. Me hard right now. I'm not gonna lie. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Um, I'm really excited for Frozen Things Forever. I am too. I want to. I want to know. I mean, the House of Blues is huge. I'm not. I. I it's a pretty big place. Was it the Paradise? No, I'm just saying. Like, I, 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 hold on. Let me see my. <laughs> I'm so I just confused. saw. I just saw Coheed and Cambria at yeah. the House of Blues. I saw. And Kevin it was Smith pretty there. big. It was a pretty big venue, and the Paradise not so Tiny. big. Yeah, not so big. So it's, it's going to be interesting, but I think it'll be apropos. I think it's better because you can see everything better. Like, I saw Relying K there yeah. a few Octobers ago, and, like, we were in the very back, yeah. and yet you're still, like, 10 feet away from them. Yeah. It was amazing. I uh, I was with I was looking at the uh, the sound mixer at the Kohi show, and, I was look, and we looked it up, and it's, like, it was about a $90,000 sound mixer that Watch they press. had. In, in That's about mine. Mine's yeah, about yeah. 90000 this four channel mixer. That's amazing. Was Kohi good? Yeah, they were a really good show. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised because uh, I hadn't seen them since we went that like thrice. Thursday. That was an awesome show. Yeah, and I think we'd I'd seen them a couple more times before that, but that I, I hadn't gone since then. So I really just been following the CDs a little bit, and then seeing them live was blew me away. It brought me brought me back. Take them back Sunday and Thursday going on tour this summer. I want to go to that. Nice. I, I didn't really care for that new Thursday CD. I didn't either. Yeah. But I, I like the new Taking Back Sunday song. There you go. There you have it. There you have it. And it's need. the original lineup again. That's happened a lot lately. It's the original lineup of Taking Back Sunday. Huh. So the John Nolan. Original lineup back. of Further Scenes Forever. Yeah. Original lineup of Taking Back Sunday. Which is cool because this is the only iteration of Further Scenes Forever I've never seen live. Whoa, you're blowing up right now. Jesus. Jeez. Uh, that's, that's how it is for you, too, right? Yeah. You've seen the other guys. Yeah. Remember when we saw? Oh God! We saw John Bunch. Yeah, at uh, at, at, uh, pl- at the Palladium. Palladium. And yeah. then when it was done, I was like, Ugh, there were like fourteen finally. people there. <laughs> there really was. You could like walk around the entire floor. Yeah, there was that many people there. That was an awful show. Oh, was so he bad. was terrible. I don't know why anyone thought he'd be a good idea. I like the CD, but I just don't like him. Like I don't. I think he horribly. <laughs> he was live. I liked. I like the way he sang. I like his renditions of, of of that album. I like that album a lot. Well, I like his songs. Yeah, but when yeah. he tried to do the other stuff, no. Oh my god, it's it was so, so bad. bad. Remember and when we he went to New Year's Project? At, yeah. <gasps> when he did New Year's Project, I yeah. want to throw up. And we went to see him at Purple Door. Yeah. And they sh- and he was singing with them. And we were just still that like, was like one of his first performances. Yeah. Like, and they played. I think he even played even better there than he did at, at the Palladium I show. I don't know. I just remember when we were at the Palladium show, they were all like New Year's Project, and I was like, no, <laughs> no. No, no, let him play that <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just keep letting him play the rest of his CD. <laughs> oh, and then they actually came out with like a a, li- a, f- a live CD called The Final Curtain. Yeah. Have you heard it? No. Oh, man. It's an amazing. Wasn't Chris Caraba there, though? Because uh, I think he played a few of his songs. I don't think he's on the CD, but maybe. I, 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 at, the show, at the show itself, I don't know. but I think the, he was. On the I, CD, I think that's why it. I wanted to go, because they were all going to be there. Yeah. Well, he's not on that CD. I, he... Didn't Chris Carabba join them for like a new, for was it Bonnaroo? No, Bumbershoot. Oh, it was some one of crazy show. I forget the name of it. It was a weird B- name. Bamboozle. Bamboozle, yeah. yeah. I knew it was one of the bees. It was one of the bees. Listen, <laughs> we were getting way off track here. Uh, my Chemical Romance, Save Yourself, I'll Hold Them Back. I'm going to see them next yes. week. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so Save Yourself, I'll Hold Them Back. Uh, Dangerous Memories, Episode 51. I am Todd. I am Hector. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.
<laughs> you look like you're about to explode with laughter. <laughs> Literally explode. You're like... All right. All right. Hector and Todd, Danish Memories, episode 51. Uh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I started.